Ho, ho, heaven high. Any chance this will stop? No, it's just the whole episode. This is episode 270 of the Rum Doings podcast. You can email us, podcast at rumdoings.com. You don't have to if you don't want you to, can... though. You, you do, actually. Uh, and you can tweet us at Rum Doings. And where do they TikTok us? Russia. China, actually, you it, It's actually China, isn't it? Yeah, the same thing. Does your, does thing. your daughter TikTok? Obviously not. My niece she, does. She uses an abacus. Yeah, of course she does. Your niece is I asked her yesterday if she had enough gelt, and apparently you gave her <laughs> disgusting chocolate coins. Well, that was my grandmother, actually. Oh, really? No, no, no. My, her grandmother, my mother, gave her the uh, disgusting chocolate coins. One of the good things about um, any Jewish festival is that it really doesn't want to conform to stereotypes. Is why at Hanukkah you give children gold coins. <laughs> Oops. It's like owning it, isn't it? It would be, like, uh, be like, happy Kwanzaa, let's have some fried chicken and watermelon with a bit of cannibalism. <laughs> Oh, great. You went to cannibalism. Well, it had to. I mean, because fried chicken and watermelon isn't too bad, whereas, of course, with the Jews, it's apariciousness, so it had to be an, an unpleasant... Uh, you had to blood, you had the blood label our, exactly. our African-American friends. Yes, I did. Afri- African-American, that's also a bit racist. What, you, what, you, you think that African-African doesn't count? No. Okay. Um, so what's the topic? Uh, the topic today, I, I wrote it down. Okay, that's good. I like that topic. Good. Good. The topic today is going forward, can't we just agree mm. to disagree? Ugh, mm. That's what you get Talking for dragging Jesus, me out. Merry, Merry Christmas. What were you so busy at? You didn't want to record today because this is actually Christmas Eve and you were so busy with something. What? I'm working all day. I'm writing articles for my website. Name one article that you're writing. I just wrote one. a 10 part. What was that noise? <laughs> I wrote a 10-part article of the top 10 buried treasures of the year. What was the best buried treasure of the year? Supraland. I bet Supraland? Yes. What's it about? It's about, uh, it's a sort of first-person puzzle game set, but you play a tiny little toy man in a backyard. Do you? You do. And it's and good, is it? It's extraordinarily good and looks like it's from a AAA team and it was entirely made by one man. I'll tell you what's not extraordinarily good. The fact that utterly unnecessarily um, Jeremy Corbyn and Joe Swinson handed uh, J- uh, Boris Johnson five years on a platter. Oh, you're still going on about that, are you? Yeah, last week's news. Ugh. It, 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 I'm, glad, I, I'm so glad that my prediction came to pass. No, I, know, my it, prediction came to pass. It was a hung parliament and the Liberal Democrats betrayed us once again. That's my prediction and that's what happened. <laughs> You are correct. The Liberal Democrats did no, betray true. us once again, and it wasn't a hung parliament. No, yeah, it wasn't very unhung. 
I'm not too upset about it for this. Well, for the next two years, you've got enough money. No, for the following reasons, I think my money's made of chocolates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For the following reasons, I think that um, when we when we think of Johnson, we know that he really is a massive egotist. And he needs to be liked in a very superficial kind of uh, Mussolini-ish sort of way. So, uh, and he also, I think he is genuinely delighted to have gotten the uh, working class Northern vote. And he also knows that Brexit is going to be a mess for the next couple of years, at least. So he needs to defuse a number of issues. And to do that, one of the easiest things he can do is just throw a huge amount of money at the NHS and schools for the next couple of years. And I think he'll do that. Well, you'd better be right. I think so. I think anyway, it's this quite... is Christmas. We're not talking about the election. It's Christmas. Uh, it's Christmas Day today. I think he. No, it's not Christmas Day actually. I think he'll be <laughs> quite Keynesian. I think he'll be quite, quite Keynesian. Oh God! That's right. Oh God! Like here's the here's his bell. <laughs> that's a that's a train. <laughs> no, that's your church. It sounded like Come a train. It sounded like an American train bell. Come to church. I demand what's it. The, what's this then? Um, someone tearing up a contract in the rain. Close. Unwrapping a present. Oh, I was close. You know, I found it very odd that your Prince Philip was in a uh, hospital for four days. And nobody from his family came to visit him. Uh, I know that, oh, yes, he doesn't want to fuss and so on. And I realized why I found it so, so weird. And it wasn't mentioned anywhere, like this wasn't a big thing. And I realized one of the, even if you're a deracinated atheist Jew, there is something in Judaism called Bikor Cholim, which is a very old um, biblical edict, good deed, which, which stands for visiting the sick. And it's, it's considered a very, very important kind of duty to visit the sick and to give them aid and comfort and so on. So the idea that you could have a relative, even a relative you didn't, perhaps didn't particularly like, languishing in uh, at that age or whatever in a hospital and just not having your presence there is as weird as to be alien, like literally like like an alien from another planet. And I guess for you, they didn't, it didn't seem that weird. I don't think that's a peculiarly yeah. Jewish thing. I think it's quite normal to go visit someone when they're sick in hospital. No, but the... the, the I, I know I that agree. the weirdo royals didn't do it, but I don't think you can blame that on no, their I, no, Christianity no. or whatever. I would agree, but the, the degree to which I found it totally alien in a weird, in a very weird way was odd. I, I, I've been looking for commentary mentioning it. And it's just nobody mentions it anyway. It's like, oh, it's fine, yeah. Ninety-two-year-old uh, wife uh, got on a train and went in the opposite direction of the husband coming to hospital for four days, and that's fine, apparently. And oh yeah, his son's not visiting him, and none of his grandchildren are. And uh, I, 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 that's what I'm kind of confirming that. That's my point, John. But is what if they all because, hate him and want him to be dead? Is it just because of my cultural baggage, or is it genuinely just very weird? You tell yeah, me. Of course, it's of course it's weird. Then why has nobody mentioned that? Because they, they don't want to be impolite? When you say nobody's mentioned it, you're mentioning it right now. I'm the only one who has. I've generally looked. I've on looked Earth. The Gu- I, presume the, yeah, I presume the Guardian would have some Republican take on it. I looked in the Independent. I looked in the BBC News. I look, even looked in the, the, the Mail and the Express. Nobody's mentioning that this is a weird thing. 
I just thought of, of all the things to talk about uh, and that have covered the story was front page news on, on, on BBC News and so on. But nobody's mentioned that weird aspect. Oh, it's just fine. This this 98 year old man uh, in hospital for four days and nobody's visiting him. And that's just what happens. I, How I, I do just, you know I, nobody visited him? How do you know Queenie wasn't sneaking in the night for the rumpy bumpy? Uh, <laughs> can you imagine that everything would shatter? I frequently do. Well, yeah, I imagine so. Apparently, a lot of Brits do uh, dream, I mean, not obviously sexually, but they do have a dream of meeting the royal family or meeting the Queen in particular. Have you ever dreamt of meeting the Queen? I don't think so. Hmm, why not? She doesn't really rate highly on my conscience. What are you having for your crimble din-dins tomorrow? We're, having, we're going traditional, we're having turkey. Mm. I, I, we were going to have some beef, possibly brisket or river beef, but then Judith asked for a turkey, so we're going to have a turkey as well. Which is Toby wanted not, turkey too. It's distinct and seasonal, but it's not as nice as a good river beef. No, of course not. Good. I'm glad we're we're not deluding ourselves. One of the things that you can do, which I read about, which helped a lot last year, is obviously while it's still raw, it, you can kind of apprise a part. The space between the skin and the carcass, the, the particularly around the breast and so on, and you can then slightly warm some butter, and you can cover the whole interstitial space between skin and uh, oh. flesh with butter before you cook it, and then it bastes itself. I've been doing that for years. You've, no, you're damn right fool. within the hole in the bird, yeah. not in the cavity. No, not Sneaking. in the cavity. You, you you open, you go in through the neck. And then you just separate the skin from the breast, Mm -hmm. slide your hands all the way to the back, Mm -hmm. and then you cram it with butter mixed with herbs and salt and pepper. (laughs) Yes, Toby, come in. Do you know what that is? Um, A scary noise. Hi, Toby. It's an elf laugh. There wasn't a scary noise. Oh, I was hearing one on on my headphones. It was an elf laughing. Tell your sex instrument to go away, please. Do you want to put this in your ear so you can hear Nick? Can you say hello to him? Say hello, Nick. Hello, Nick. Hi, Toby. How are you doing? Good. No, it's you're doing well. That's what you say. You're doing well, not good. Are you going to be having turkey tomorrow? Yeah, with roast. With roast? I, I prefer my turkey with roast as well. Um, what about crimble pud? Are you going to have some crimble pud? I don't really know what that is. In it's... English, it's Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding. I, I am. Do you like you are. Pudding? Yeah. Are you going to? Is your daddy going to make you proper custard with it, or some horrible stuff from a packet? Um, some horrible stuff from a packet. That sounds just like your daddy. Yes, you're not good enough for an egg custard, are you? Bye, Nick. <laughs> Bye, Toby. Mummy's calling you, sweetheart. Daddy. Yes. That's the right time because you need to come and see this. I can't come right now, as well. Mummy knows. Yeah, tell mummy that daddy will be coming in about 40 minutes. I did just check with her. It was okay to start. Yeah, so. yeah of course. He, he, he's quite well-spoken, actually. You work very hard to make sure he doesn't get a Cainsham accent. He's, he's just, and indeed, the Kidderminster accent. Well, yes, that's, that was the danger, wasn't it? Hello, Nick. I was waiting for that. but uh, despite I, create his... an, I create an aural hallucination for him. So when Laura says, Toby, can you get it for me? As she goes, oh. it, I go, t- has, has, complete the words. Has has um, has 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 she ever complained at you about that? Of, most days. 
Uh, that sounded like a swear. Bar humbug. It's not a swear. Oh. Yeah, I, I thought you said the F word. Bar humbug. No, I wouldn't say the F word. Oh, 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 in this season, while you're walking around supermarkets, you've got the radio on or whatever, and of course they're playing the roster of Christmas songs and so forth. Which is the one that you you really do, derive you to despair when you hear it? Hang on, i just got to close the door because this is driving me. The noise that it my is. son is left or, or you could kill him and keep the door open. I guess he decided to close Someone the door rather banged than on the kill door his the first and left. only born. It's all going on Christmas Eve, Nick. Mm. Um, well, I would say most of them. Um, I was tortured the other day. I was in. I go into Toby's school on a Friday afternoon because I'm basically Jesus. Yes. And um, I was sorting out the library books, putting them back into... Um, Oh, my brain's just blanked. What's the library order called? The Dewey Decimal System. The Dewey Decimal. I was re-Dewey Decimalizing his, yes. his library books. And um, and they were preparing for their, assemb- their end of term assembly. Mm-hmm. And they had Slade's one on a, literally on a loop. Ugh. Well, I don't think anyone was in the room. And I, I, it was like, started to realize that the song wasn't ending. <laughs> Got really upset. As it just kept going and kept going, and then they defeated. Do you ever have you ever played Whamageddon? No, what's that? Whamageddon is where you try not to hear Last Christmas for the entirety oh, of. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's literally not possible. Yeah, I got to the twentieth. It was the twentieth of December, and then they played it as the kids came out of the assembly. Do you know the people who wrote Barry Manilow's um, "I Can't Smile Without You" sued Wham for Last Christmas? No. Yeah, they did, because if you think about it, they're very, very similar. Yeah. Can't smile without you. Da 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 and last Christmas I made my heart. Da 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 no. da da no. And so they sued. Uh it settled out of court though. Phew, I'm so glad that no one accidentally used a similar tune to someone else. Yes, without, stole a chord without progression. Payments. Stole of chord progression. Is there it's your fault. Crime? It is. This is too. I'll tell you what's actually, despite its ubiquity, she did a good job, uh, and that's um, uh, Mar- Mariah Carey. I knew you'd say Mariah Carey's. She, Ugh, they're all equally no, annoying. No, she actually she. It's a very cynical song, designed to do what it does, but it's beautifully crafted. It very very well crafted. Um, I li- I actually listened to it for the first time. <laughs> The other day, yeah. By which I mean, it didn't just have it yeah, running through. Mm-hmm. And actually, and it's very well crafted. It's got a good middle eight. It's got proper production value with good strings and a slight nod to the wall. You know, the Phil Phil Murdery Spectre wall of sound and so on. Although, of course, Phil Spector's um, album was the one that really is the classic, where you you know you get that real where you shoot your wife in the head. Yeah, that compressed AM radio uh, bang of Christmas into your ear. Yeah, exactly. So uh, now the one that I think is is, is offensive. It, I, I think the Slade one is probably my worst one. I oh mean, right, okay. So uh, you would you would have been in a similar purgatory yeah, as I was because there's something about the Slade one which is I don't know. There's something really cynical about it and overblown. It's trying far too hard. I don't like that. I I, I have a love hate relationship with the Paul McCartney one because it, it, it's so cheap and tacky, and he's just sitting there with his synthesizer and dump. But there's almost something admirable about how slovenly that song is. It's like saying, didn't he? Didn't he say in a recent interview that he hates that song as well? Which, which is of course better as well. That that, that makes yeah. it better too. Um, 
Um, I mean, I, I, the best one I heard this morning, though, went well. It was on Radio Three. It was Bach's Christmas Cantata. I thought that that was quite a good one, quite catchy. That, but you get it so often in Morrison's. <laughs> Morrison's um, playlist is oddly diverse. You know, you get the Smith. Really? There isn't we- a Morrison's anywhere near us. I decided just to be snobbish Vic- about. Vic- no, Victoria Morrison's. quite likes going to Morrison's just to listen to the music they play. They play weirdly. <laughs> they play like in- indie tunes and things like that. It's quite odd. Yeah, somebody How must be having it. They must have got like a a, a cheapest set of, of of music that just happens to fit what Victoria wants to hear. So she'll just go around. Have you ever used a Poundland self checkout? Ridiculous. Have I? I've not been into a Poundland. I think Victoria probably has. I think I think she buys mealworms for the birds from something something like a Poundland. Poundland is it? Poundland is a clever little con where they charge a pound for everything for, for items that everyone else charges eighty nine p for. It is very clever. Yes. Um, but they do have some stuff much, much cheaper there. Yeah, and that's what I presume. I presume that one in ten things you get cheaper. You just uh, have to be canny. Eight, eight things you'll get about the same price, and one thing you'll get more expensive. You have to be you have to be a little bit canny. But um, they have self checkout, and they removed all of nearly all of the human being checkouts at ours. Good. And replaced them with mostly self checkouts, and the human being checkouts are barely ever staffed anymore. Good. And and then they get these hilarious topical voices on the self checkout, <sighs> and so you get ho ho ho! It's Father Christmas here. Please, get unexpected item in the bagging area. The first thing I do with those devices is switch the sound off. Oh, right. So if you go to Tesco or Sainsbury's or whatever, you just tap the volume thing till it goes to zero, and then you don't have to listen. To, you can't do that on the Poundland ones. Could you change the language? Like, do you have it in Spanish or Chinese or something? I don't know. I don't think so. I just put my headphones in very tight and don't listen. And at which point the Poundland elf who has to come up to you and force is forced to ask you if you want to buy some Maltesers or something when you're already paying for the items that you want. I get an even more annoyed no from me because i've got my headphones in. Oh, i can't even hear them when they're trying to get my attention. Does, does a human actually then sidle up to you to try and upsell? Yeah, every that's time. It. That's their only time. job then. Um, well, I imagine they have other horrible jobs to do. I can't imagine a worse. Uh, I'm not, you know, I know they're forced to do it. It's not like they're sort of waking up in the morning looking forward to trying to force people to buy to buy Smarties or whatever. But the real question is, why are you in Poundland? For the cheaper things, you can buy soap and shampoo and, and things like that. Super duper cheap. May buy Chinese prison slaves. No, no, bro- brand stuff, regular stuff you get from the supermarkets. Yes. May buy Chinese um, yeah, yeah. slaves. Inside my inside my shampoo was uh, woven the letters. Please help us. It's interesting how I watched again that story as it uh, unfolded yesterday, uh, or was it the day before? And it was fascinating how clearly it was being very well managed by Tesco, in that it didn't gain a huge amount of traction on Twitter. People didn't care that much about it, and then it, it's faded away now. Very, no, that's very, not true at all. You, it is. you clearly didn't follow this. I did. I watched, didn't follow the story. I watched this trajectory properly. That you did, you can't have because the story got bigger and bigger and bigger until Tesco were forced to make a giant. We are never using them ever again. And then the child was interviewed by the news, and it was yeah, oh, yeah you no, but no. I, I watched the, the the response of the plebs. The plebs didn't care. And indeed, one Disney of the plebs... cut self Disney cut Star Wars same sex kiss in Singapore. 
yeah, well, that's Californian liberalism. You you do you do your virtual sig- virtue signaling until the moment that it might even slightly stub your toe on it, in which case Affects you sell out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hate Californians so much. I wish they all died. Well, they will soon. It's true. It's true. They'll all be dead. I mean, the Australians are nearly gone now, haven't they? With all their that's five. True. I was explaining to Toby about the San Andreas fault just the other day. And did Toby say the reasonable thing, which I said when I was told about the San Andreas fault when I was a kid, which is, well, why are people living on top of it then? He, yes, although I think he, would, he, he was about to and then we were distracted. But yes, you could clearly see that's where he was going. Which is a perfectly reasonable response. Mm-hmm. You know, why are, why are people living on top of a big bomb? And the answer is because they like the weather. Yes. That's it. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> I um I spent my whole childhood convinced it would be on the news every single day. I was and, absolutely certain it was going to go any minute. And then you didn't realise that the actual problem, of course, was uh, Yellowstone National Park. Why, why do you think it's going to blow? Well, it's well due to blow. And when it does blow, it's going to be globally cataclysmic. I was... Do you think globally, really? Yes. <gasps> <laughs> I was um I was quite a classic 80s kid just being constantly feared of the San Andreas fault going and nuclear war at well, any nu- moment. Nuclear war is rational. I mean that is going to happen. It'll happen No, any... it isn't. Yes it is. Any it, no, it isn't. It, it's going to happen in the next 3 years, mark my words. There will, a, a nuclear <laughs> weapon will go off in a western nation. Okay, cool. In the cool, next cool, 3 cool. years it's going to happen and it'll, it'll be a cock up, but it'll happen. You're wrong. No, oh, no, I'm very right. The, the, this notion that nukes are, <laughs> that was just the 70s and 80s. No, it isn't. They are in a more precarious state now than they've ever been before. It's far more likely to happen in uh, North Korea, surely. No. No, uh, the, there are tens of thousands of nuclear warheads pointed at every uh, Western city. They're barely guarded properly. The, the trigger uh, processes are ancient and flawed. It's going to happen. I touched a nuclear missile once. Yeah, but I bet you didn't have its warhead in it. It was on a submarine. Did you? And and what did you do? We were on a. I was with scouts. We were in Scotland on a camp, Uh and we got a tour of this nuclear submarine. And we were told very strictly not to touch that. So I did because it was a nuclear missile. And then that's when my no. That's that's when my superpower started showing. Yeah. What what would your superpowers be? Oh, yeah, your, your hypermobility. Oh, Toby's got that too. He's very very excited about it. He's now testing everyone he meets for the hyper hypermobility. You should certainly put him into gymnastics then. He is in gymnastics. We haven't put him into it. He enjoys gymnastics. Is he good at it? Uh, he's, no, not really. Good. Oh, I'm glad you admitted it. No. I, I been <laughs> at last. Yeah, no, you don't say. It. So he's, he's not. That's fine. I mean, I suppose. Yeah, but he has fun doing it. So that seems well, yeah, to be more important. No, it is. It is. It is. But you can probably see the others there who don't have fun doing it, but are frighteningly good at it. Yeah, the girls doing these bizarrely perfect cartwheels. <laughs> yes. Have you watched American Vandal? No, no, I haven't. I'd recommend was it. it, you, it was, yes, it was you who told yeah, me to. So watch it. It's a good. It'll be good Christmas watching. It's basically a a nice uh, visual demi parody of those uh, po faced PBS um, who done it serials like indeed serial. Is it on Netflix? It is. 
Splendid. Have the, you watched? No, the good thing about it is that the, there, there are Series 1 and Series 2. Series 2 is actually even better than Series 1. But Series 2, the, um, the, the conceit is that Netflix picked up the original uh, oh, nice. uh, one and they like they 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 improved the production quality and they showed how the original shot and they showed how they made the the shot better and so on and uh, had a gave them a small crew and so forth so yeah it's it's very i'm good. just adding it to my list according to this city this program is deadpan raunchy and irreverent rever irreverent so that's good have you watched uh, don't f with cats. No, but my brother recommended it, and he says, "Don't look it up. Don't okay. watch the don't watch the initial um, theme tune or whatever. Just skip straight into it and be in, enjoy it and be surprised by it. So don't tell me anything about it, please. I shall I shall warn the listener mm. that you do see you do see cat murder and dead cats right at the beginning. I don't like that. Don't no, nor do I. It's I mean it's it, you don't actually see the cats die, but you see enough. To be because, genuinely traumatised by it. Because and then you cats do see have never cats. done anything wrong to anybody, and that's nasty. No, that's why this. That's why this person. That's why the whole thing started. How is your awful cat? She's awful. But cost nearly ten thousand pounds. <laughs> no, no, don't be silly. Don't round up to that for God's sake. <laughs> no, you, you, no. You, to be fair, you stole the rest of the money, didn't you? You I, went to Mauritius. Uh, 2000 came off of insurance mm-hmm. and then um, the rest was given to me by kindly, kindly strangers. How odd. Are, no. are you, and those same kindly strangers are now paying you to write about TV games. I know. Although they, they're not paying you as much as they paid your cat, I noticed. They, they prefer they want your cat to you. On, like over a year they would be. Uh, will they? Over I'm losing year. patrons now. This is the weird thing. Really? You're, you're that bad? It was 230 this afternoon, and now it's already down to 228. I think what happens is people just go through their Patreon, Patreon every now and then and reassess what they want to give to. I know I do. Well, considering that you've only been um, running it for about a week, that's uh, bad. It's been three rate. weeks. So that is a bit much, isn't it? But I still got their money for that this month. So, ha! I wonder ha, why deserted. they. I wonder what you said that really upset them so. I did just cover a game called hang on uh scrolling called scrolling. sex is real even though gender isn't don't start real. the good uh, time garden well it is all about sex oh my goodness no wonder i shall say good time links. lady garden it is literally a lady garden here you go i wish i'd made that joke in the review just i've linked you to the article so you can see the pictures oh let's have a look oh yes Oh, the tree looks suggestive to me. Exactly, everything is. In fact, the screenshots there are disappointingly unsuggestive. Um, I mean, I the art, the in. artwork is pretty. It's very, it's be- and it's beautifully animated. It moves beautifully. Oh, you can watch the YouTube trailer at the bottom there. No, I'm not going to do that now because it'll be rude. But I mean, did, did you, did you, did you enjoy it though? As I a did. Game? It lasts about 15, 20 minutes. Split. It's completely free, and uh-huh. um, it's incredibly rude. It is. You slough some sort of terrifying liquid out of your character's nose to water plants and they grow these fleshy, undulating, testicular and booboid <laughs> shapes grow. And then you feed baby creatures to a giant gaping moor. That sounds very good. Oh, it's lovely. Uh, talk, 
talking of Christmas, shall we have a, a lovely Christmas tale of forgiveness and why forgiveness is very evil? Oh, yes. Let's stop I mean, forgiving, was, shall we? I mean, that was a very telling moment. I, I don't know if you saw the, 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 the final, the weird psycho that... that that came out, but it was a very yes. interesting. You know, I, I saw it because I alerted yeah, you to it. Of course, it was a very interesting little moment that just seeing people's reaction to it and realizing how. Explain to the listener what you're talking about. Uh, the listener probably heard about it vaguely that a there was a, the Manchester terrorist bombings, and there was a mother who had lost a child in the terrorist bombings, but she proclaimed that she forgave. The killer, the t- as often the actually, yeah. But that often happens in these things. I know it mm-hmm. certainly happened during IRA times and so on. And and it's often obviously the parent or the affected person will do it for their own sanity. They they can no longer bear to carry around the yeah. Yeah. heavy load of hate. They just can't do it. So they say, right, I'm going to forgive, not for you, for me. That's yeah. often what they say, which is a very interesting way of looking at it. And you can. Uh, analyze forgiveness as a perfectly useful, rational, selfish thing to do if you want to, and so on. So it's, there's a lot to be talked about, about yes, why absolutely. one forgives and so on. Uh, but of course, one shouldn't talk about it, because if you do talk about it, that's child abuse. Because mm. a school, uh, you, you know what PSRE is? It used to be called religious education, and they're combined with a more secular understanding of civics and discussing emotions and, and ethics and so on. And it's it, it's a... It's a requirement that schools discuss these things about emotional intelligence and ethical uh, formulations and so forth. And PSRE, um, the, the, this particular school had a question about, uh, and I can't remember the, I don't want to misphrase it. So what was it? It was it's not, not explain the implications or discuss the implications oh, yeah. or talk it was, about. Um, uh, imagine you're a mother of one of the victims and someone said all terrorists should be forgiven. How do you respond? I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Very. And if it wasn't, it was certainly paraphrasing. It wasn't certainly, uh, you, we, we, we all agree that we should uh, always uh, forgive all terrorists. And if you don't, you're going to fail this class. That wasn't, <laughs> that no, wasn't no. what was said at all. It was, you know, how would you respond? And clearly it was almost leading you to critique that and say, well, actually, no, there are, boundaries to forgiveness and i could i personally couldn't do it but i could see maybe why she would or i think she's wrong to do it because it's not her job to forgive something that was done to somebody else you know there are lots of things for example can somebody who wasn't the direct victim be the one who forgives so there's plenty to Mm -hmm. discuss and i'm sure the children did because they children quite like discussing these knotty issues i certainly remember you know doing it myself and i think even even a child as young as toby would probably be interested in discussing well what does forgiveness mean when would you forgive when wouldn't you uh, the school he goes to has a as ethics as a part of its reception year program so yeah yeah as as you would think so if you're bringing up any bunch of people who aren't just going to be robots or sociopaths yes so but of course john the real reasonable brexity way to react to it is to ask for the teacher who set that to be fired and hang uh, from a lamppost uh, to dox the, uh, the the details of that teacher and the head teacher and to scream bloody murder and to get the mp to denounce the school yep which is what happened and then of course the usual twitter gang came along and we're basically looking for a, a lynch mob and it was very interesting when one pointed this out that they hadn't read 
the question and didn't care about the question. Or could, didn't care couldn't about the pass the question. Yeah, they didn't. But even when it was pointed out to them, they, they just then either blocked or started mm-hmm. uh, attacking. Yeah. And, and you know, you sometimes one just wants to go in there and be a bit ad hominem and just have a bit of fun. But I think you and, and I certainly was, was trying to engage in, in a much more interesting way, kind of saying to these people who are very hot under the collar, well, hold on, this is a reductio ad absurdum. Can't you see that it's actually asking children to dis- discuss this? And you've come to your own opinion. Don't you think it's right that hmm. children should be allowed to have that same freedom? Of course, that, I, that led to my being blocked by one of them and effectively being given tacit personal threats by another. Really um, quite, I, I was, my, my blood went cold when I read the tweet yes. that I sent you. Yes, which I'm, I shan't give them the glory no, of publicity no, of what it was, but, uh, but it, was, it, it, went, it went way, way past what anybody would consider reasonable. Yes. And this is, and this is somebody who's trumpeting about the kiddies. Yes. Uh, and, uh, the irony it j- just goes too high. So, yes. so it, it, and I thought that was okay. Was in my news, and again, people are not going to be talking about it next week. But that was a beautiful little snapshot there of the reactive emotivism that infects the body politic in a way that it always has. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. But it's good to remember that because then other things fall into relief, like Brexit and so on, uh, in such a beautiful way. So I found it a, a useful. A useful Christmas learning moment. <laughs> what, what, what did you think? I mean, I don't suppose you you did you learn anything new from it, or did you just confirm your biases? No, I was I was genuinely shocked by this one. Normally, it's a sort of eye roll at how every, terrible everything is, but I was genuinely shocked by that fury at just the discussion of forgiveness as an option. Because I I really naively thought people were still okay with forgiveness (laughs) yeah it's almost like like they suddenly were angry that someone was advocating for being polite and i think i think that the it was it was the bloodthirsty fury that i found really interesting i agree i what i would have expected is a kind of lefties going on about their forgiving etc and they would have just have leftists at that but it was the uh, the pitchforks that really got me and there were genuinely because I, thought, I looked at some of these Twitter threads where people were complaining, and of course, people with you know red squirrels as their symbol, which of course is a, a racist oh, is um, it? symbol of we want our red squirrels. Oh, oh yes, of course, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and and then of course, genuinely, they were they had the, the true meaning of Christmas tweets and things like that, and about how Christmas isn't just X, Y, and Z. We've got to remember what it's all about, etc. And you think, wow, the the this the cognitive disconnect. There. <laughs> Is is just too delicious for words. It's so funny because obviously I come from a a position where forgiveness isn't um, an extreme, but the uh, the beginning of humanity, mm. and uh, this idea that it was so. I mean, you hear you hear extraordinary stories. There's that, that from your own homeland, um, yes. South African woman who adopted her own rapist. Yes. Um, and raised him and had a wonderful relationship with him for the rest of her, her life. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> no yeah. one should have to do that. But she made that choice to forgive on such a fundamental level. And it yeah. was incredibly healing for her and for many, many others. And these um, people who, again, the IRA is very interesting. These people who basically had be, had members of their family killed or themselves kneecapped and so on. And then 
eventually went and and met with the the people who did it and just came to some unbelievable reconciliatory moment that again i'm not prescribing it and i would certainly wouldn't say it would work for everybody and i mean for some it would be horrific but for those for whom it does work we have to acknowledge that it provides the victim with something very valuable for them and it empowers them and i would never take that away from them and of course each of us will have our own personal threshold where this will work and where this won't and I think it's it's very interesting to, you know, what does forgive actually mean? Because I think people presume that forgive means I no longer care about the bad things you did, or I'm going mm-hmm. to forget about the bad things you did, or the bad things you did weren't really bad. Yep, yep. It doesn't mean any of that. No. It means it means I have taken the conscious choice not to take any further emotional or vengeful action in response to yeah. the things that I still consider were very bad that you did. Yeah, it's absolutely. A, it's, 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 a, it's an agency. But it's also a transaction. Um, yeah. It's transactional to forgive. It's sort of giving away, some, giving away something and giving something to someone. Um, and I think that's miss out, missed out from its understanding too. Because otherwise, yes, it does just sound like someone's just pretending a thing didn't happen, which is, which is ridiculous. Hmm. Um, and of course it doesn't yeah. always work and no. uh, some people don't want it but it, it was just it, the fury at the discussion of it was amazing and i mean to these people's ears what they were hearing is your this is what they were hearing it was these children's fault that they were blown up and they should basically be thankful to the terrorist for teaching a lesson to these horrible Western decadent colonial sorts. <laughs> yeah. Or indeed, and it's okay that hearing. it's happened and we're on the terrorist side. I mean, that was certainly what a lot of people believe. They yeah, put... that's what I mean, yes. Because What's it was that, that awful because... woman's name? Alison... Alison Garson. Pearson. Pearson? Yeah, that's the one. She was saying how... she's she's the, She was the source for everyone using the word propaganda and right. brainwashing. Yes. terrorist propaganda being spread through this Church of England school. And now uh, you looked at the other tweets of this Church of England school, there were kids going around singing carols and yeah. visiting the vicar and all that kind of thing. It's such a subversive uh, organisation. I-, I felt really sorry for that school because as a yes. governor, you know, you know, even when small things happen to your school and you know how uh, powerless the school feels and you just can imagine these, you can imagine what they got coming probably literally coming through their doors and uh you know it's very instructive and it shows how they felt about all the um the protests outside that school in uh, birmingham well that's the funny thing i imagine that they probably think it was perfectly reasonable (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're probably on the protest side yes yeah they're going to join them that's why these you know these these mad um ideologies can be oddly kumbaya very oddly kumbaya when you least expect it i've seen it happen so yeah i'm afraid i'm afraid that's the christmas parable that's the christmas story in full Mm, it is (sighs) well that's where we have to stop this this exciting happy upbeat christmas episode (laughs) Not quite yet. Tell tell us something. Tell us something about what else you. What what? Give, give me a Christmas tradition that you have in your particular family that might be slightly different to others. Well, that's the thing. We don't have any. We've realised we need to start some. Um, yeah, and Christmas, it's got to be arbitrary and stupid. Since Toby was born, Christmas has been 
a challenge. The obviously the first year we were just dealing with the babies; so it didn't feel like Christmas. Yes, um, he was only two months old. So, um, yes. the second year, Dad had just died. Oh no, Dad was just about, forgiven- no, Dad was just about to die, so it didn't directly affect it. Um, have you forgiven had no him? idea he was about to die? But um, have you forgiven him uh, for dying? Yes, yes, I have. Um, well, that's nice of you. Good, good. Yeah. He, uh, no, so, but there, what, so that Christmas should have been fine. Toby was one, you know, Christmas, it doesn't count, does it? Mm. Um, and then it, st- it still feels like the memory of it still feels tainted by what happened a week later. Um, yeah. Or two weeks later, whatever it was. And then the year after that was the aftermath, you know, first Christmas without dad and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this year is, however many years it's been, is now, it feels like at the first go, we just got to have a family Christmas. It's just going to be the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start establishing our own traditions. You've got to do one that's just weird and unusual and stupid and and. Well, and I think you can arbitrary. only stumble on those. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Preempt those, can you? So hopefully we'll. Start. But we're going to be planning to. Do, no, no. To... But here's my point. Yeah. I think. I think the whole the, this whole point and, and you know when his great grandchildren are talking about it, it should explicitly be we cynically preempted this one, <laughs> and we arbitrarily chose it just to see whether it would memetically survive. So, so choose something that's just ridiculous and arbitrary and make that happen. Like on, on, on at noon on Christmas Day, you have to eat a walnut and a pecan nut and a date and a piece of 100% dark chocolate before the clock gets to one minute past noon or something. That's just, so just something boring. Stupid. And you managed to cram your tiresome uh, yucky chocolate into it. But that's my point, because uh, that'll be the bit that everybody annoy, is annoyed by that has to do. And they'll like have the date to try and sweeten it and that kind of thing. Are you very fat at the moment, by the way? Yes, very. Why? Because I'm lazy and tired and ill all the time. And Are you clinically grieving. depressed? Huh? Are you clinically depressed? Well, I'm clinically ang- anxious. Yeah, but are you clinically depressed? No, no not clinically depressed. I'm just fat oh, and lazy. I'm just greedy and lazy. <sighs> also, well, I, I mean, good. I've ranted about this before, but I'm clearly also just got dealt a bad hand at, at the same time. I'm I'm someone who is not well not well disposed to being greedy and lazy because I watch what, I watch these TV programs. That, you know, you, these daytime shows you stumble on, and I say this but last time I saw one was about three years ago, but I still saw it, and it was about a family that ate nothing but crisps and sweets and this. They were going in to help them because they were, you know, just eating crisps and sweets. And they were all half my size. And I don't just eat crisps and sweets. I eat proper sensible food. And yet I'm massively bigger than them. And that's not fair. I think God's just punishing you. I, I he deserve won't forgive it. you. You do deserve it. Shall we, shall we wish everybody a, a, a Merry Christmas? No. Don't forget my my dark secret is I just don't like Christmas. Exactly, exactly. This is we've turned into some god awful American zoo radio program. Yeah, and I don't like sure. it. I don't like it at all. That's why I did it because I presume that uh, your love of the, the the kitsch of Christmas should be expressed to its fullest. Ugh, it's just a week of Sundays and everything's closed, and I hate it. You hate the baby Jesus. The, the baby right. Jesus doesn't even get to. He's been. Do you know what I say? 
I can't, I, can't I can't even bother to say it. Just say it. People have forgotten the true meaning of Christmas, Nick. I know. And sometimes instead they actually start talking about Christianity. The idiot. Have I have I ranted? I know. I have I told the story. I must have told the story before, but it's a Christmas. It can become a Christmas tradition. Um, of when I Ooh, was student... Judy's playing jingle bells on the violin. Shush. When I was stood in Waitrose ranting at my friend Sean about yes. how Christmas isn't even mentioned in two of the four Gospels. It's so unimportant uh-huh. to the Christian faith. It doesn't have any great... One of the two, the two four Gospels miss it out. One of them rushes through it as fast as it can. There's only one that puts any effort into it. It's clearly not a significant um, event in the Christian calendar to the point where it becomes the focal point. And, blah, 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 and I'm ranting, ranting, ranting. And I say, so what, so what is this so-called true meaning of Christmas? And the lady uh-huh. behind the checkout looks up and says, well, it's about the birth of new hope, isn't it? Right. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got owned um, by the lady at, at, at Waitrose. It could have, yeah, but you would, you've never been owned by any of the ladies at Pound, Poundland, and that's what matters. I don't, they don't get a chance because they're robot computers. <laughs> they are. It's such a shame. At Halloween, it's like this. <laughs> Please insert your debit or credit card. Ah, ah, ah. Because what you want is for that tiresome process to be louder and take longer. Oh, that's very sad, actually. Mm. They had Yoda at one point. Really? I hope that they paid the license fees. I'm sure they did. Lucasarts and Disney. But not oh. Baby Yoda. They didn't have Baby Yoda. No, oh, I've not seen that yet. The Mandalorian. It's okay. (laughs) I heard a rumour that it cost $100 million an episode. And it's only half an Uh, hour long. Have you watched the latest Star Wars movie? No, I haven't seen the last one either, or the one before that. No point, I don't think. I don't think so, and everyone says it's terrible, so... Also, I mean, the original ones were terrible as well. That's what I said to someone on Twitter today. Everyone watched them when they were children and therefore think yeah. they're great and can't see they're them for what they are, which is quite mediocre films. And as I've said before, I didn't, for some reason, I, I didn't see them as a kid. No, nor did I. So I was only saw them on the ground. I was like, oh, these are just pretty yeah. rubbish. I watched them for the yeah, first well, I mean, time as an older teenager. Yeah, I mean, all of them. They're, they're, yeah. Okay, they're on mo- they have moments, but yeah. generally... Eh, and I always used to say, oh, you know, Empire's obviously the better action movie. I watched it again recently. Nah, it's not actually that good of an action movie. No, exactly quite dull and yeah. slow and ponderous and confused. And I don't care about any of the characters, but otherwise brilliant. <laughs> yep. Cardboard cutouts. But then there's Princess Leia. Yeah, and there you go. Yeah, no, she never really did it for me. No. Not even, even in a gold in bikini. Latest, even in a gold bikini. <sighs> Sexist. No. Shall we say goodbye to everybody? No. Okay. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, human being. Merry crumble, crumble tide, and a happy new year. Although we'll record one before New Year. Happy Hanukkah. No, that's nothing. That's nothing. That's just a wannabe festival. <laughs> Apparently, is Hanukkah a big deal? Is a very commonly searched Google term. No, it's really not. It's not. It's only a big deal by proximity to Jesus. It was. It was a nothing festival. It's a complete reaction. But what's better, a big hall of delightful presents or a dreidel? A dreidel and some stale chocolate mummy. Mm -mm. (laughs) Poor Judith. Thank goodness for her shiksa mother. Yes. 
<laughs> bye bye everybody bye bye um, merry christmas mer- 